Welcome to the HRT is not the only solution podcast. Perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause. If you think HRT is your only solution, then your host and menopause expert, Maria Anderson, is about to blow your mind. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable to listen to a whole different approach, one that includes you in the equation. Yes, you. Imagine that for a minute. Hello and welcome to episode two of HRT is not the only solution. We are on a roll. This is Maria Anderson, your menopause coach and expert. And today I'm going to open a can of worms. Yep, it's going to be a difficult one. Episode two is you are the problem, not your family. Now, before you click off, please just bear with me for a while. Let me share an experience with you. When I was busy, busy and living my life in the perimenopause hell, it felt like I was going crazy. I felt really sorry for myself because everybody was irritating me. My family, kids, work, people in general, full stop. The thing is, when I took that moment of pause outside Waterstones, as I was about to go in and do a book signing after the success of my book, Tales of a Midwife, it became a Sunday Times bestseller. I made myself a promise. I was going to figure this out. How I was feeling at that time. The lost confidence, irritability, feeling anxious and the list went on. The hot flushes, night sweats, weight gain, just feeling that I wasn't me anymore. I felt like the labels were piling up. Mother, sister, friend, daughter, wife. They were just all piling up on top of me. And I didn't really know who I was anymore. What I noticed when I started to figure it out was that the common denominator in all of these groups of people The situations that I felt irritated about was that I was the common denominator. I was that person in the middle of all of these groups, all of these people. Imagine that. It was quite a hard pill to swallow because I was the problem in the middle of this chaos. My hormone deficiency was impacting every area of my life. But I didn't understand it. I was still running every day in a life that just never seemed to stop. I was on the hamster wheel of life and it wasn't pleasant viewing. Especially as I started to pile the weight on. I felt worse about myself. I just felt horrendous. My energy was getting lower. My emotions were all over the place. I was a hot mess to be honest, and crying inside because I didn't know how to get out of it and I didn't understand. But I was still saying yes to everything and the responsibility. The work and the feelings of not being very good were unbearable at times. I was feeling like I was walking like a 90-year-old woman. I remember the kids saying to me as I was getting out of bed, What's wrong with you? Why are you walking like that? 
and I actually hadn't noticed that I was walking like a 90-year-old woman, but joint pains and aches all over my body. So what did I do? What was I doing at that time? And I didn't realise it, but I was hiding behind a mask. I was pretending everything was okay when it wasn't at all. My relationships were impacted with my husband, my kids, my family, and it just felt awful. Despite people probably looking externally at my life and thinking, she's got a canny life. It wasn't. But I couldn't talk about it because that was weak. Well, that's what I kept telling myself. Remember what I told you when I spoke about the definitions of perimenopause at a time of your life when you will experience menopause symptoms due to hormonal changes, but you still have your periods. It can last for years. And because we're living longer into our 70s and 80s, I stopped and thought, how on earth do I want to live my life in my legacy chapter? Do I want to continue putting up and shutting up? Or do I want to step into the driving seat, take the wheel and start controlling my life? There's a quote from the Dalai Lama and it says, pain is inevitable, suffering is a choice. We all have a choice in what we do in life. At times you feel like you don't. Maybe you think that things are out of control. Maybe you think, well, I'm in a relationship and I'm not really feeling very happy at all. Maybe things have changed. And the thing is, in life, and certainly from the statistics, in your relationships, this is a huge issue for women and for men at this time of your life. It impacts every part of your life. And people who split up between 40 and 60 In family law, 75% of them have actually recorded menopause symptoms as the key reason why they've actually split up. Now, this has a huge impact on economy, on your finances, on children being brought up in single households. It has a huge sociological impact. Looking at these statistics, it's just not been acknowledged that this is what's happening. And nobody's really joining the dots in terms of relationships and thinking the impact that menopause symptoms are really having on women and men's lives at this stage. And as I've said in your finances, how there are a million women leaving the UK workforce every single year because of menopause symptoms. That's uncomfortable viewing. It has an impact on the economy, especially when there's so many other pressures on families to make ends meet. And so being in a single household is difficult. And once again, people are not joining the dots going forward and not making the connection with menopause symptoms. And so many women complain about putting on weight and physical health. You can imagine, and certainly I know this from my own experience, how those menopause symptoms make you feel. Physically, it just fell out of control. It didn't know where to start. And so many women don't. You know, I work with 
and support so many women going through menopause and the weight is a huge issue you know like the workouts that you've done before the things that you've done before in perimenopause menopause there needs to be adjustments because it's not the same because your body has a low hormone deficiency it's about how can you optimize your health looking at things like osteoporosis your bone density what kinds of exercises do you need to do to improve that and so it's looking at things from a whole different perspective in a way that you are central and also taking into consideration your menopause symptoms and so things that you have done in the past won't necessarily work for your physical health and it's hard because when you're not losing weight or you're beating yourself up because you think oh my gosh I put a whole pile of weight on again or thinking about doing all of these diets it doesn't work at this stage of your life because your body is different to how it was when you were in your 20s and so it's about thinking creatively what else can I do and thinking in a different way around your physical health and for me doing exercises that I didn't love was just making me feel worse and I suppose then that comes down to how you feel generally and generally at that time certainly I was not feeling great about myself and really looking to find a solution that worked for me and remember what I said before it's specific you need to find a specific solution so the blanket approach of what you've done before doesn't work and that's where there comes a little bit of a oh my goodness what am I going to do because I've done this before and now I'm doing the same kind of things and I'm not getting the same results because of the low hormone deficiency things need to be thought of in a different way and as I've said as well your body is giving you an opportunity to almost take that little bit of a review of how your life has gone because it is thinking how do you want to be living your life so there's so many different medical conditions that are linked in with physical health and so it's taking a look at everything from a bird's eye view and thinking right okay let's see what I can do to really start taking control. You think, well, I can't do anything about my mental health. If you're running around busy, 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 and it's impacting your mental health, then it feels like a car crash and something dramatically happens. And either that can be in your physical health or your mental health, but it will happen if you don't pay attention to what is going on in your life. And in your environment as well, you know, you think, well, I can't change my environment. I would ask you another question, why not? Because how important is your health? I want you to start considering what you can do right now. Asking for help as well. If you're feeling that you can't ask for help, if you feel that it's weak, then that is a problem. So you are the problem in that. And why can you not ask for help? And it's not your fault as much as that problem is a problem and it starts with you it's not your fault you've been conditioned into that because society conditions us into this if you ask for help it's weak I think things are slightly starting to improve now but it still needs to be addressed and you need to have 
opportunities and feel safe that you're able to ask for help in a way that is going to work for you and it's not weak it's actually a sign of strength and so this chapter of menopause is an incredible opportunity where you have this opportunity to feel joy again to connect back to yourself reconnect and start joining the dots moving forward not backwards it's all possible and the transformations are life-changing when you decide to prioritize you and this is the first step i help women to move away from the suffering of menopause symptoms towards joy in their life and i want you to ask you what does joy mean to you write it down remember the last time that you felt joy and Start paying attention to your life. And I bet that when you start doing that, you will start realizing that you are central to everything in your life and that the influence you have is incredible on yourself and your family. And so the best gift that you can give your family and everybody who's surrounding you is to actually start prioritizing you and see yourself as important, as in control. You have the ability to move away from the pain, which is generally emotional pain, and maybe something that's been conditioned into for years. It's not your fault. But until you see that you are central to all of these feelings and actions that you take or you don't take, it is a choice. So you can either stay in the suffering of menopause symptoms or you can choose to say enough. I am not having this. I am not putting up and shutting up anymore. I am taking action and I am going to start to put my life or your life as a priority. Imagine that. It's a gift for your family. When I see women recognizing this when they work closely with me in my 30-day or 90-day program it brings me joy i can see them light up again i can see the joy that they're feeling and i know how to get you to the shortcut so you don't spend years of your life trying to figure it out just like i did have a think and i would love to know your thoughts get in contact on my socials and if you want to find out more about my program then just drop us a line I'd love to hear from you until you're the priority in your life nothing will change and that is the next episode and I want you to know that you need to get specific in your life you need to start considering how you can actually make yourself a priority because nothing will change but I'm not going to talk about that now because that is going to be the next episode and I cannot wait to continue this conversation in the next episode. Have an amazing day. See you later. So if there is a tiny part of you that is curious to understand more of what I do and how I support women just like you to shift from a place of suffering to a place of joy. You can find me on socials, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn below. I work with women one-to-one group programs and run live events. The focus for me is you, not only HRT.